3: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America
3: NA, member FDIC. Every Saturday with me, Johnny Trunk, 4.30 until 6.30. Film music, television music, and all musical points in between. Make it one of your favorite things.
1: Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, wait. That wasn't the sound of Simon Baron. No. We must have a guest. We must. I'm Dave Green.
4: No, I'm Dave Green.
2: No, I actually am Dave Green. And is my microphone on? I can't hear myself in my headphones. Hello. Uh, hello your hello. microphone is definitely on. We'll fix, out, we'll fix up your headphones shortly. Uh, no, it's, uh, I know. Can, I can hear myself now. And can I just say what a, what a privilege it is to be back again after you've had such a, such a run of brilliant guests and now they go, oh, and it's, it's Dave Green, who's claimed to fame is that he once worked on Amiga Power magazine many years ago and, and still thinks that the London Games Festival fringes is run it is, is still going. <laughs> even though the London Games Festival has uh, fin- finished many months ago,
1: um, I, uh, I think that our listeners needed a familiar voice after several weeks of shocking them with uh, yes. with things they weren't expecting. It was like I think we want them to have that feeling of coming home, coming home to the goodness,
4: coming home, but Daddy's not there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is there,
4: Anne? Uh, I'm here. I'm You're Anne. Here. I'm Anne Scantlebury. Hello. Uh,
1: Did you have a good week?
4: Yes it was good (laughs) uh, you are gonna
1: have to get better at (laughs) answering that question yeah What was good about your week?
4: Uh, Well, I went to a party on Saturday night to say goodbye to someone, uh, only they didn't turn up.
1: Really? (laughs) Had they gone?
4: Well, no, they did turn up, but quite a bit later, and I didn't know anyone. That was embarrassing. Uh,
1: Okay. Was it the right party? Are you sure you went to the right place?
4: Yeah, eventually there were people there that I knew, but not at the beginning.
1: Mm, More more fool them.
4: Yeah. How was your week, Steve?
1: My week was fine. Absolutely fine. I can't remember anything notable I did at all, apart from play video games. That's got to be a good sign for this week's show, surely.
4: Pasta?
1: I did have some good pasta. I was telling you about my pasta, yeah. wasn't I? I made some pasta I mixed sweet red pepper sauce with halloumi and that brought out the, uh, the salt and the sweet together. I, I, basically it was good Thanks.
4: Does Resonance have a cookery show yet?
2: Should do. Should do. Uh, Dave, how was your? week? Hello, my 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 week was fantastic. Sorry, I'm I'm slightly distracted putting together a whole mess of wires and uh, oh, wow. and crazy
1: contraptions. You've got of, a surprise uh, for our uh, listeners, haven't you? And for Anne. And
2: I've I've got an hour
1: to go. I understand. I understand. Yeah, if, I, if I can get this working <laughs> within the
2: next fifty-eight
1: minutes, yeah, it is. It, it's like um, what's that show where they run around uh, making stuff?
4: Challenge, Annika.
1: No, the other no. one with the men.
4: Oh, Top Gear.
1: No, no, no. Oh, the the no. one where they make things... Uh, ju- sc- scrap Heap Challenge. It's like yeah, that. Right. I don't know. Only at Resonance and with old video game hardware. That doesn't
4: look like
1: scrap. <laughs> no, it's not. So, uh, shall we get on all- Because Simon isn't here to fill up time yeah. slagging something off this week. What do you think he'd criticise if he was here?
4: You.
5: One Life Left. One left. One left. One left. Video with
4: It's 7.04 on Monday the 2nd of March. I'm Anne Scanthalbury and this is the news. Microsoft is having a look at its policy that prevents gamers from including their sexual orientation in their game attacks or profiles. Xbox Live policy manager Stephen Toulouse has said the company is looking into ways that people can express themselves that can't be misused. Toulouse said that around 95% of times the word gay was used, it was as an insult. Irish broadcaster Gay Byrne must be gutted that he can't sign up under his real name.
1: Now, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember a news story you've done before about something similar to do with this do you not do you remember richard gaywood (laughs) no you probably would wouldn't you oh yeah you you did i'm sure you did a news story about him he got thrown off xbox live because he used his real name as his xbox live handle and he wrote to microsoft and said no no i i'm called gaywood and they said (laughs) (laughs) and he said no 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 i am and they said doesn't matter doesn't matter Wow, it'd be so that's, like that's yeah,
4: discrimination on a brand new level.
1: Mm, is it? So, but you can underst- Surely you can understand their position here because they You know, you know how ad- you've been on Xbox Live, haven't you? No. Okay, well, imagine just a a world full of adolescent teenagers, and when anything to do with sex is mentioned, they go crazy. Yeah. What do you think? Well, no, I was going to ask you what the most common insult (laughs) on on Xbox Live is. Let's not not do that. You can imagine. um, And and so uh, they've thrown off this girl because she declared she was a lesbian.
4: Lesbian's not a bad word.
1: It's not, but, you know, she said everyone was making fun of her because of that. And they said, well, you shouldn't be saying that sort of thing. And so they threw her off.
4: I, shouldn't I can't believe I'm telling you the news story. <laughs> well, I just, I, I think maybe they need to sort them, Microsoft needs to sort it out so that they get rid of all the people that are making fun of the people that like boys or girls. But that
1: is everyone who has an Xbox.
4: Well, then Microsoft, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I think, get a new audience.
1: Exactly. Well, um, there is a, there is an, another issue here, which is why do people feel the need to make these personal... Because de- they said that, didn't they, in your news story, that they were finding a way so that people could make it more personal without, you know, causing these sort of problems. Why do people have to declare yeah. uh, th- personal things about them online?
4: Well, they... Uh, isn't isn't Microsoft at the minute like with all the new uh, how do you say avatars that's it with all of them (laughs) (laughs) um, you know people are trying to make themselves individual Microsoft wants everybody to feel like they're themselves online they can make little pictures of themselves and they can go around that's surely like
1: so they can make it as personal as they want Yeah. as long as you don't get too personal it's got to be
4: keep it out of the bedroom kids
1: (laughs) Dave, do you have anything to say about that? I, t- I,
2: I was going to suggest that maybe someone sh- should make a, some sort of website where people give away too much personal information <laughs> and, call, and call it Bookface. I don't know, <laughs> there's a business model in there somewhere, I haven't got, got, the, got the hang of it.
4: Midway is to sell the rights to Mortal Kombat after the publisher got itself in, into some money trouble. While the company is facing bankruptcy and studio closures, it's been reported money from the sale will go towards paying the big bosses bonuses. This has got the rest of their employees a little bit annoyed. One Life Left can sympathise. It's considering selling off Talia to pay for a luxurious three-week holiday on a massive yacht and isn't inviting any of the contributors.
1: Isn't that what Simon's actually done?
4: Yeah, I think that is what Simon's actually done, with his top off. Oh, always with his top
1: off. It's always with his top He's done it again, you know, yeah, on Facebook. There's a video of him with his top off. Oh, a
4: video. I just saw the pictures. Oh. You really aren't missing anything if you aren't Simon's friends. Too
1: much personal information. I wonder whether he declares that on his avatar. I've got my top off. <laughs> uh, I forgot what that news story... Oh, yeah, Mortal, uh, Mortal, Kombat. Mortal Kombat Street Fighter. So I don't know whether you remember um, the early 90s, Anne.
4: No, it was a haze for me. I was... Five.
1: <laughs> so you won't have been involved uh, much in the sort of big kickoff between Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat.
4: No, but I can imagine. Can you imagine? Fighters fighting.
1: Yeah, so there was a game called Street Fighter, yeah. Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah, um, Leo was yeah.
4: talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And there apparently a- there's
2: a new one out. Well, quite. <laughs> and they, a game- they're, they're right up to number four, so I I like, uh, they, 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 they have been hanging around.
1: There's and me- there was a game called Mortal Kombat, which is a similar sort of 2D fighting Kombat game, and there was big a K- rivalry you know, who, oh, I like Street Fighter, oh, I like Mortal Kombat, oh, I'll hit you, I'll tear your heart out. Oh. Mortal Kombat was the gory one. Oh. Really, really horrible. Um, and Street Fighter was the better game. And now, fast forward, you know, 15, 20 years, and here we are, like Dave points out, Street Fighter 4 re- released to massive acclaim, yeah. and Midway on the point of, well, Midway filed for bankruptcy.
4: Selling off Mortal Kombat. Do you reckon it will get a lot?
1: Dunno, Dave.
2: Uh, I I have no real insight into the, into the business, uh, into the business of this, but I, I can just say that in, in like, and there's an excellent movie. It's one of the few like, uh, like unimpeachable uh, m- movie uh, adaptations of a video game, simply because it just whenever anyone says Mortal Kombat, in, instead of saying that in the film, they actually say
5: Mortal
1: <laughs> they Dave just moved away from the mic for that,
4: for your ears.
1: Have you seen the Street Fighter movie? Anne? No, it's got Kylie in it. You might like it. Really? It really has. She plays Cammy.
4: Good. Mental American company Wall Wireless has filed a lawsuit against Sony, Nintendo and Nokia for stealing its ideas about wireless technology. The idea was, presumably, not to have wires. The company, based in Texas, as they always are, wants loads of money for the blatant theft of this previously unheard of wireless concept. Has anybody painted opening doors yet? If not, get prepared to cough up every time you leave the house.
1: As they always are.
4: Yeah, they're always from Texas, aren't they? So-and-so is suing Sony. They're from Texas. Texas is big, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. Are they always from Texas? Or is that yeah. just the line you've dropped in to make it sound like, you know, we've all been there, kids. We all know as much as me. <laughs> oh, they're always from Texas. Yeah, no. So you think they'll win? No. <laughs> well, On what basis do you think they'll lose?
4: I mean You it? could save
1: them a lot of money by just calling them up now and going, you, Listen, chaps.
4: You're not gonna win. Yeah. Um like I don't really understand what they think they've stolen. Hasn't every like everywhere's got a bit of wireless technology now? And why is it so why is there so special that like they must like the others must have stolen it?
1: I don't know. I don't you're know. the newsreader, you oh, tell okay. you inform us. Um, we just respond. Yeah. Why is there so special?
4: Um I, I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe know. maybe it actually does
1: use wires. Dave, does everything have wireless in it these days? Does everything have wireless
2: in it? Um, everything. <laughs> uh, well, that's <laughs> an easy question to answer. <laughs> uh, no, because I don't have wire. Although in a way, I have a kind of wireless that sometimes gives me a wires. sense of 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 of, uh, of what goes on. But ser- seriously, um, like there's, uh, these 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 paint issues, you know, sort of sort of go go on and on. And there was there was one to do with with rumbling controls. Oh uh, yeah, well they
1: lost that one, didn't they? Sony. Sony got. Um, uh, this is the it's, sort of it's, it's, thing. It's, where I,
2: mean, I mean, the thing is that they're, 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 they're very complicated, and and, uh, and to be honest, companies companies take out patents because they know they might be able to cash in on them sure. later on. If,
1: if we were in a pub, I would talk with authority about this, but it's, because we're on the radio, and I know that yeah, I know any one, one of meant. our hundreds of thousands of listeners could write in and go, "Actually, that's not how it happened." So feel free to correct me, but I believe that Sony um, was sued over patent infringement for the rumble in the DualShock, and. Having lost that battle, they then removed the uh, patent from—sorry, uh, removed the rumble from the DualShock, and now have reintroduced it. Uh, you know, um, maybe that's after the case. Uh, you know, when I said authority, this isn't authoritative, is it? Not really. No, sorry.
4: The people at Guinness World Records have released a so-called comprehensive list of the top 50 games of all time. The list, which is topped by Super Mario Kart, was compiled by a team of industry experts and will appear in the new Guinness World Record Gamers Edition 2009. Of course, if Guinness had done its homework, it could have saved a lot of time and money by using the Byron Curran McCarthy publication, Game On from Pong to Oblivion, the 50 greatest video games of all time, available from Amazon for 85p.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Anne.
4: That's. That's that was sort of promotion,
1: okay. wasn't it? But it was also slagging us off. Yeah, that's it. Uh, someone, uh, someone said nice things about our book this week. Oh, they said who? that um, a guy, in fact, um, Andy Jenkinson, who wrote our, um, oh. who wrote our theme for our review section. I love that. Theme. He, um, he wrote it. He wrote a blog post, which I know I this has nothing to do with news. Oh. He wrote a blog post, which was nice about our book, basically. Oh, that's good. Well, it was more nice about me.
4: Well, that's good. Do you feel better about yourself?
1: Uh, not really. Yeah. Uh, it was no. Uh, yeah. Um, so, lists of things. People love lists of things, don't they?
4: Fifty greatest games of all time. Fifty greatest
1: whatevers. Like this is what we have become—a society that is entirely dependent on just ordering stuff.
4: What have so you got? So, if people think that if there's a list. They should probably get all of it.
1: If you look at every single TV show these days, and for the last five years, it's been top whatever of whatever, and that's how people make stuff these days. That's how people like stuff. Well, I think the answer is in that sentence (laughs) Uh, because we were paid for it, and you know the book that we wrote is as good a top fifty as anything else. (laughs) What? And it's quite it's quite nice. I think it's better than the other one we wrote. Dave Green. So I, I,
2: I have just when when you present your list Thie, do you, do, you, do you do it starting with
1: number fifty and then count down to one? I think it's in no particular order. Oh, really? I think we no, were it's... quite insistent on that. And When I say I think, I mean, I don't know. But I'm fairly sure, uh, in an authoritative sense, Bit we this... were quite insistent on that we don't believe in lists. And so, oh. all right, we'll do your top fi- We'll take your money. We'll <laughs> do that top 50. But as long as we can retain some integrity by just putting them in a random order.
2: This is this is just, this is is just a great Amiga Power anecdote, uh, <laughs> uh, everybody. One of many, Wh- I'm sure. One, one, one time we did the 100 best games of the year, or possibly the 100 best. Games on the Amiga gave them to the designer, but we didn't specify which order to to, to, to lay them out oh. in. So the designer, uh, like uh, working working, you know, to to their best intent, uh, did it starting at number one and then going down <laughs> to number one hundred over the next twelve pages. So you'd start off, and go, oh, brilliant, oh, number one. I want I wonder what's down there in the low seventies and eighties. So, and I think, and I don't know, I think there's merit to that. I think I think if if Channel Four ever run out of those existing formats, they should Just try to try. I do that so like here's here's the best film followed by 99 not very not as good ones.
1: We are sort of verging on a scoring debate and the, and how Ooh. rubbish those are. But how I mean- was playing I was playing Echo Chrome uh, last night on the PS3. And I was thinking this this game is is pretty much perfect assuming you like that sort of game. As long as you like the Echo Chrome sort of Escher dynamic then it's ideal and you can't really make it better or worse. Therefore You know, it's either 10 out of 10 or not out of 10. And the same for games like Pick Pick or Solitaire or Chess or any of these things. And therefore, like, that shows, like... How do you compare Mario Kart and Halo, Anne?
4: Um, Graphics. And? Sound.
1: And? Addictiveness.
4: And finally... You know you've spent too much time caressing your joypad when the doctor diagnoses you with PlayStation Parma hydradenitis. The new skin disease was discussed in the British Journal of Dermatology after a 12-year-old girl was admitted to hospital with sores all over her hands. These sores were the result of hours of sweaty physical action with a PlayStation remote. It's one for Simon to remember next time he goes to the doctor after hours of sweaty physical hand action.
1: That joke was coming, wasn't it? From the the moment that story revealed itself what were you saying about the news stories earlier when we were off air I don't know. you said there was you said there was a problem with the news
4: oh yeah um so i wrote it on saturday so i could be prepared and get it all done and so i wasn't faffing about on monday evening then i, I left one slot so i like to leave one slot for just in case there's anything really up to monday date.
6: evening
1: <laughs> is now that's yeah. faffing about right now yeah. um, you left one slot
4: so uh, I, I went on Eurogamer as i tend to do and there was loads of good stories that were better than the ones that I'd written already. No. So I had to leave work, go home, sit there tapping away trying to write good stories and I think I did.
1: What are some of the stories that didn't make the cut this week?
4: We released another remote. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> Anything else?
4: Uh no no that was the main one that I cut out. Oh, I'd obviously left another another slot free. So so
1: this one beat that out. Um, so we should talk about this. Is this yeah. from a reputable source?
4: Yeah, you're a gamer. <laughs> okay,
1: and also where the did British they go Journal of Dermatology. Oh, okay. So that's
4: That's pretty reputable. Is that's it? science. Is okay, it? Okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's. Dave, you've been around a while. We get these stories about how video games are killing us periodically, don't we? Ah,
2: uh, time Well, that like previously, it was uh, repetitive uh, strain injuries, and and there wasn't wasn't some business about Nintendo thumb, and then people said yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. The, that their, their their fingers were wearing out from texting too much. So, I mean, you know, it's not wide. It's not an epidemic, is
1: it? It's not people. <laughs>
4: Evolution's going to sort us out anyway. Oh,
1: really, good. we should probably give some advice to our listeners. Uh, just, like, we shouldn't just say, you know, there's this horrible killing virus death thing going around. Uh, we should say, here's how you avoid it. So how, what, what should they do? Wear gloves. And if they see signs of this?
4: Wear bigger gloves.
6: One Life left. video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Barry. Barry.
1: listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM maybe you're listening to us on the podcast in which case hello
4: hello from the past
1: Uh, if you want to listen to us on a podcast you can find us at
4: Um iTunes and also www.onelifeleft.com.
1: If you have any comments on the show you can email us at
4: team at onelifelift.com
1: And this is a song called Swapping Harpoons with Ron Moss It's from uh, 8-Bit Collective You can find lots of awesome chiptune stuff there It's by a band called Poke One Seventy. What does that mean, Dave?
2: It, it means uh Take memory location one and, okay. and fill it with the value one seventy. I'm, I'm fairly certain that that even even that gives me a little clue as to what computer they're talking about. Because it, on on the ZX uh, series of machines like the Spectrum, that would have been a ROM location. No point in poking that, obviously. <laughs> Although you could peek it. It's not Facebook. <laughs> it does
4: <laughs> it, it, sound like Facebook, doesn't it? it, it it's,
2: it's not it's not Facebook for prisoner fans.
4: Or so like
1: that Anyway so, uh, Dave, as you might be able to tell from that answer, is our One Life Left history expert, and he's here to give Anne a lesson today.
4: I love Dave's lessons.
1: Really? Well, he, well you, you've got a very special one coming up. Yeah. Well, maybe our listeners will learn something as well. Dave, what are you going to teach Anne today? I'm, I'm,
2: I'm going to bring it in. Here we go. I'll, 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 I'll start this going. See, see if any listeners at home can, can play in here. Recognise these, these funky military beats.
1: It's almost like we're doing a remix of this song.
2: Do you recognise the game, man? Can you see it on my, on my, on yeah, my little telly here? With,
4: um, I played it at a party with Steve once. On, oh, a big, oh. on a big old... TV? No, no, one of those ones... You remember that party in that place?
2: Well, oh, I'm trying to get the UFO. This is my
1: favourite sound effect. Oh, no, no trying, get, trying to get the UFO, that might have been a clue. Space. Space. What are the space space things doing? Raiders. No.
4: Hoppers.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll 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 stop it soon. There's just there's there's, 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 there's a really Invaders. There we go. Space Invaders. Oh, that and, that, and that, that's the, that's the best sound of the so lot. So what
1: are you playing Space Invaders on Dave? Woohoo!
2: Because who's coming to the UK this month but Mr. Atari himself, Nolan Bushnell. Is that true? It is and like uh, and in my capacity of knowing all about all London games events ever, <laughs> check out my website londongamesfringe.com. Uh yes, he's receiving a special fellowship at the BAFTA Games Awards on March 10th. He's talking at BAFTA on March the 19th, where there's a bit of a Q&A with Andy Nuttall, who used to work at Bullfrog. Who remembers Andy Nuttall? And, and worked on an Amiga magazine. Okay. One at one, one, one of those ones. And then uh, Nolan also appears at the Game-Based Learning Conference. Uh, again, March
1: 19th, 20th. Wait, there's a QA and a with Andy Nuttall from Bullfrog, and then Nolan's just there?
2: Uh, no, no, sorry, Andy Nuttall is, in is hosting it, yes. Oh, okay. that, that I was... <laughs> sorry, I, I thought... got that wrong, yes. Uh, the weird thing is, Nolan Bushnell is asking <laughs> Andy Nuttall questions. So, in... <laughs> (laughs) In in tribute to this exciting development, what I've brought along is uh, like, and uh, would you like to describe it for the the listeners? You've seen one one of those before. One of these beauties. I
4: think I think I might have had one.
2: What? <laughs> this, 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 I this, think my
4: brother might have had one. This,
2: this goes back to ni- 1977. It's it's variously known as uh, as uh, the Atari VCS or the, or the Atari 2600. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you can see, it's a, it's it's a big sturdy piece of uh, piece of plastic. It's got wood on it. It's got it's got a wood effect on the front. That's nice, which, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's which, nice.
4: Very seventies. Which which, which
2: which 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 we don't see enough. And uh, six six big switches. These were your cartridges, and this is what you used to play Space Invaders on. I think you could hurt
5: someone How with much that. Much
2: data is stored in that cartridge L- literally 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 a, literally a smidgen a smidgen <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that that's what data was stored in uh, in those not not much people people will go there's now more memory inside an ant's mobile phone (laughs) than there there was inside the original space shuttle or something like that. But yeah, I mean, the amazing thing, so as as I said, this came out in 1977, um, perhaps posh posh or rich friends of yours may have owned one. That's the only opportunity that I had to have a go on them. And um, the cartridges are quite expensive. Space Invaders, I think, was was a good 50 or 60 quid. No, really? Claimed it had 112 variations on Space Invaders, some which were simultaneous two-player. Okay. And um, I mean, and the amazing the amazing thing about the, the unlike uh, uh, they they invented these uh, these sort of nine pin joysticks that uh, mm. that that, last, that lasted that's
1: I, that's,
4: I, that's quite a lot of pins. I'm, I'm boring you now. Right?
1: <laughs> 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 We've got down to the number of pins on the joystick. Maybe that's... it's time to uh, time to move on. Uh, we will go to Derek Williams. Uh, we'll have a look at uh, free market economy, and it's the twenty third episode of this series. What has Derek been selling this week?
7: There's been a ruling in Japan that the R4 card for the DS is illegal. It's undoubtedly quite likely that the rest of the world will follow suit pretty soon. As soon as these cards are definitely unavailable, maybe then we'll know just how much revenue is genuinely lost to piracy. And considering the DS is still number one in sales, well it can't be hurting it too bad. So I still need to make legal on a few games on my R4, so I know how tempting it can be just to load it up with lots of games and not pay. However, I probably wouldn't have bought the games otherwise, so it can't really be considered to be lost sales. So it's likely to be goodbye to the R4 pretty soon. Capcom, Squeenix, Nintendo have sworn to take down all similar cards as well. Good luck, there's only about a million different companies out there making similar things. Things like the Edge card, the DS top toy, M3, CycloDS, DS, Super card and so on. I expect it'll be a bit like taking some information down from the internet. As soon as it's gone, if it's desirable to someone else, it'll reappear somewhere else pretty soon. The War on Piracy is one that will probably end just as soon as the War on Terror does. williams and it'll soon be goodbye to one life left and free market economy for this season as well
1: okay so derek wasn't talking about what games he's been selling this week but what games he's been pirating <laughs> it's almost exactly the opposite um doing himself out of business earlier and i made a mistake when Aww. i was when i was rambling hmm. i think i credited um I think it was probably when I was being authoritative. I credited... Uh, I know, I know. I credited uh, the letters theme, or rather the reviews theme to uh, to Andy Jenkinson. Mm. It's not, of course. Of course. Of course, we all know we'll that. Reviews theme is by uh, Nick Parton. Yes. The letters theme
3: is this. Email, messages and forward BCCs. One life letters.
1: Are we going to refresh our themes for next season? I don't
4: know, but have we... Been BCC'd into anything? If not, please BCC us into some of your emails. I'd quite like to be BCC'd.
1: That's a, that's a challenge. Okay, uh, th- that's an official challenge for next week's uh, final show. Or maybe you can do it in the close season. BCC us into your personal emails. <laughs>
4: that will be excellent. That will
1: be excellent. And do you have any letters for uh,
4: us? Yes. Um, this one is from Ben Hall uh, and it's in response to Leo Tan.
1: <gasps> The challenge. The Get challenge. So uh, we left it with Leo having just put some, uh, some moves down. Some smacked,
4: s- sucker punches Smacked
1: on Ben Hall down. This is yeah. our play-by-mail street fight yeah. challenge. Uh,
4: he says, hello, team. What Mr. T failed to notice was that I unplugged his controller, which was a true rookie error. Oh, Uh, That enabled me to put in enough moves, obviously I don't have to explain what they were, to completely wipe out his energy bar for the first round, making his so-called expert moves useless. I wait to hear what will happen for the second round. Cheerio, Ben.
1: That is astonishing, and it's a clever move, but unfortunately I think it's one we're going to have to declare... it's illegal. illegal. It's
4: illegal.
1: Ben, you've been declared illegal, you've been disqualified. Leo is still the reigning champion. Still reigning champion. If anyone wants to challenge Leo Tan... Challenge uh, Tan. Ch- challenge challenge Tanika. Uh, then, uh, then email in, uh, email in your first your opening move, and we'll get him to respond. Dave
2: from James Clayton. As Anne doesn't copy our news from Rock Paper Shotgun, but I she not copy she'll, news uh, from anywhere. Uh, no, I don't she, no, copy it. No, not you, you specifically don't copy it from Rock Paper Shotgun. <laughs> so you missed <admit laughs> the exciting gaming news of the week, where Ragnar Tornquist didn't quite announce the longest journey too. No, no, no news to oh, me. I, I, um, I've been listening to the excellent One I've Left CD, and while it's generally of a very high standard, I have to say I'm a little disappointed you didn't include the. One Life Left theme that brings a little ray of sunshine into my life every week and a recording of it would have been great especially with the off season approaching P.S. when I suggested abusing Roger Ebert the other week obviously I meant to say you could bring him on for a serious discussion of games as art I believe this is me talking not James Clayton <laughs> I believe Roger says that games can't be art because you you control them you look like the story is not fixed yeah the debate the
1: debate continues I wish it <laughs> wouldn't can it just go away and let's end this debate once and for all are games art yes There we go. Uh, Anne, do you have a... Uh,
4: yeah, this one is from Anthony. Oh, uh, hi, just, Anthony. Hi. I just discovered your podcast and it is so very awesome, correct? <laughs> uh, I'm glad to know there's another podcast that plays uh, video game-inspired music. Very good to know. And since I just found out about you, I have a ton of catching up to do. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that... Uh, what I wanted to mention is that I have a few links for you if you ever want to oh, find yeah, yeah. some yeah, He music. gives
1: us some links. Yeah, Don't read yeah. those out. We'll put them on the website, but do read links, out his links, personal links. website. And
4: lastly, a shameless plug for my. Own website which is a new site for all music inspired by video games and that is uh game music for for the number all.com that's game music for the number all.com
1: okay hasty hey, oh, uh, sorry up. thanks Anthony. Hasty Hey Steve, I really like the reviews theme. I find myself humming it for days after the show. So, can you please send me an MP3 of it or give me a link to download it? I would be so happy. Thanks for Jonas. That's nice. Not going to do that. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to make Jonas happy. But what if Jonas was, you know, someone. A rival rival podcast podcast in Mm. disguise and get a pop, you know. Pasticha review section. Yeah, seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> seven out of ten. Not going to do that. But thanks, Jonas. I'm really sorry. Uh, maybe when just... we maybe when we move on, remix the reviews theme We can send you the album. Yeah, yeah. Dave.
2: Oh, you didn't give is me that, any other letters. So, like, has Joe Lee not written in to talk about his comic relief DS and Nintendo DS? Do you want to do
1: a letter from Joe Lee? <laughs> uh, Actually, he might be banned. I think last time we banned him because he was a bit self-promoted. Oh, oh okay. So let do it anyway. Let's,
2: let, let's call him Lee Joe. Okay. Hi, hi, guys. Love, love the show. Listen in every time. Just wondered if you could mention my... DS, uh, my dear my DS London uh, Comic Relief tournament, which is happening, I think, this Saturday, and obviously that's not happening on Red Nose Day, but I need to do it in ahead of Red Nose Day for some complicated reason. So uh, the money can get in. It's it's happening on uh, happening on March the seventh, which I do think is this Saturday. L- lots of love, Lee Joe. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Lee Joe. <laughs> uh, okay, one more letter uh, from Steve McDonald. Steve. Steve McDonald. OMG, I love you, but why is this week's show not up yet? Uh that was my fault. I was a bit poorly.
3: Oh, Sorry. oh poor you. You
1: were poorly too.
3: Yeah, I got over it.
1: Yeah, well so did I. And then I put the show up. We'll try and get this week's show up faster. Uh here's Matt Kumar.
3: This week I was in New York and I took a trip out to Brooklyn to check out Barcade. So exactly what it sounds like. It's an arcade that's also a bar. However, I and my companion were disappointed to find the place was just full of hipsters drinking, but absolutely no one was playing any of the arcade games. We were kind of defeated by the ambience, so after a few quick games of Rampage and a quick go 1943, we decided to head back to our hotel near Times Square. On the way back we found out what Americans would consider a traditional arcade, the kind that's full of screaming children playing games you win tickets off of to redeem for a pencil set or something. And while we were there we found a Sega light gun shooter that I've never even heard of. It's called Let's Go Jungle, and it's this week's best worst game we've ever played. Despite being just an arcade game, Let's Go Jungle actually has like a plot, Cast the player as a couple of, on a last chance vacation to save a failing relationship. Only it goes very, very wrong and they find themselves fighting off giant insects with uh, machine guns. But the genius part is that the game ranks you on how well the players work together, gives you points of saving each other and working together on the quick-time events of the game, and ultimately awards a compatibility rating. The game's surprising, and it's fun, and it made the arcade scene seem relevant again, even if only for that evening. And that's something Barcade just didn't do. So that's why Let's Go Jungle is this week's best worst game you've never played.
6: Right,
8: speaking, I'm help. Hi there mate, how you doing? My name's Jerry Tierney, uh-huh. and uh, I'm looking to see if you guys have got a game in, would you kindly tell me if you do? Yeah, of course, yeah, what game is it? Uh, it's a, uh, I'm not quite sure of the name, it's it's like a new hairdressing game for the Wii, and there's like a scissor attachment with it, i seen it on this morning, uh, hold on, uh, it's called Peter Files Grooming for the Wii.
1: What's it called, sorry? Uh, Peter Fayouz Grooming.
6: second, I'll Just check it out for you. Thanks. Hello. Hiya. Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't seem to get anything. I mean, we've, got, we've
2: certainly got nothing on the Wii. matches that description, there's no sort of hairdresser. you to I mean, it's probably out there. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm looking through uh, upcoming titles as well. We've got all the
6: titles that have been announced and come out and, it's not, there's nothing under, in
8: their eye of
6: all time, so, maybe when we're not stocking. Right, okay, well, thanks for did that. T- thanks did back it back.
0: tell you who
8: the making of the game was? On the, on the telly this yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't catch it, no. Uh, I, mean, I mean, if
0: you yeah. just Google it, you'll be able to find something. That's great, thanks very much. Alright, Cheers, no worries. Cheers, bye. 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 I see girl, I searched all over the world for you, for you. Symmetrical girl, I searched all over the world for you, for you. you are
1: my girl, I searched symmetrical girl or eight-bit symmetrical girl rather by chalices of the past
4: I thought he was spelling out something that spelled out well I thought he was saying a thing that spelled out a rude word but I don't think he was after I listened to it for a little bit
1: how long did you listen to it for?
4: Like the whole thing.
1: Yeah, not the whole thing because it's still going on.
4: Well, like the whole. Or, thing you might explained. still be listening. I don't know. I'm still listening.
1: Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I've never noticed me get so bored at something so quickly. Uh, okay, great. Okay, great. Dave. It's a, it's a constant
2: confusion isn't it? I mean not if you whatever the circumstances you say asymmetrical girl and people don't know if you mean a you know a girl who is symmetrical or or you're specifying Oh no he's
4: definitely of... not saying what I thought he was okay, saying great. Okay great
1: okay great great Dave okay <laughs> I we, we play music on the show a bit like this which is bleep, blot blip bleep, bleep. Uh... Wow, it's like you can read my mind. And it seems... Um...
2: And the amazing... Oh, I've ruined that man's song now, haven't
1: I? <laughs> it seems it seems, uh, it seems, like you're not generating those sounds with your mouth, like the guy from Police Academy. Uh, no. Cor- uh, Corporal Jones? No, that's from oh, Dad's Army. Don't, don't, don't.
2: Just, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to fall into that trap. I think his
1: name is Jones. Maybe not. No?
2: I think that's Dad's Army. I think that's... Yeah. Anyway, oh, anyway, no, no, I'm I'm creating the sounds once again via the magic of the Atari Zed. VCS, because the uh, the extraordinary thing is not only has the console survived nigh on thirty years, it's if, amazing th- if that, if that <laughs> uh, and, and, and and the weird thing about the weird thing about it is when you play the games, some of the games are really good, some of them weren't particularly good, but you know that's true that's true that's true of a lot of games. It depends if you like that sort. Of. I mean, not even not even no one really liked Pac-Man on the Atari <laughs> VCS. It made a kind of it made a kind of honking noise. As Pac Man went along, you were going onk, onk, onk. But the, the, the extraordinary thing is that people are still developing new software for the Atari, and uh, this is called the Synth Cart. Uh, what I've got here is two keyboard controllers that people used for numbers, and it, it plays something resembling notes. Okay. So, and See if you recognize this scale. Okay. <laughs> I don't recognise it's, that scale. It's, that
4: is not C major. It's
2: not, it's not a familiar musical scale. I've worked out that I think you can play... Uh, it's, it seems to be based around Kraftwerks the model, so you can play...
1: OK. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's so good. Um, um, but nothing else. So could, could Anne have a go at making Anne, some music? Anne, 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 Anne will be more than
2: welcome to have a go. Right what now. I, what I'm going to oh. do... Go on. In fact, I've got an idea.
1: Do you ever remember, like, uh, do you remember the micro show? Is it called the micro show? The, the BBC uh, show the, the, the mi- about microcomputers? Uh, yes. And they once did a bit where they played out over the air. Uh, BBC, yes. it was like that. They played out BBC micro uh, sort of loading sounds. Uh, and you had to record them at home. Oh, yes. And then you could play that game that they were mm-hmm. sending out. Well, what we could do right now is Anne could record a bit of music... And our listeners could try and remix it into something approaching a song. Of course. That's... So if they get ready by their cassette recorders right now. Mm hmm.
2: Uh, uh, like, if you're holding down those big chords, I mean, and this is, this is the. They call this the.
5: Wow! They,
2: they call this the pitfall sound. Yeah. So, and, and what I'll do, I'll, I'll be putting in some of the. Again, purely from the Atari, some, yeah. some of the funky beats that come, come with the synth card. Oh, okay. you, again, you can buy on the internet so I'll, for that. i will chord. You're, you're doing the melody. Wait, well, wait, this is a trial run, OK? okay. Oh, oh, hang on, oh, 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 I'll stop it. If you, if you just give me a moment, Anne, what I'll do, I'll, I'll, um, I'll sync you to the beat. Oh, that's yes. a great idea.
1: So, so, Anne, you're doing the melody. Yeah. Dave, your yeah. beats. Mm-hmm.
4: This is how we jam.
1: Yep. <laughs> He's Timberland, You're JT. Yes! <laughs> just,
2: just, just try holding down a button. Oh.
5: Oh. And you see, okay.
2: if you, try, try, try a couple. H- high one and a low one.
1: Chemicals. Oh, oh, okay, so we're not we're, we're not we're not going to say anything okay, over the top okay. of this. We're just going to let the music speak yeah. for itself. But not, for, not not for too long. Not for because too long. Brutal. brutal. Maybe maybe for about thirty seconds or so. So I'll count you in. Okay. Okay. And then and then and then we we'll go. All right. Okay. One take. One shot. One opportunity. Okay. On four. One, two, three. <laughs> Okay, I think we're done. I think we're done. Anne, uh, just just one more second, one more thing. Can you give us a sort of a short vocal snippet for them to drop in?
0: Baby boy! Chances are quite high that you have played lots of Halo Routed your foes with great skill But I ask you a question to which you surely must say no A knowledge gap I intend to fill Could you say with hand on heart that you followed the story? Would you swear that you understood the plot? Wikipedia may in part have done this before me, but as a song, oh no, I think not. You're orbiting the planet's beach on the pillar of autumn when the Covenant attack for all that they're worth. You don't want to be in reach of a to protocol and lead them back to the planet Earth. would be to this the whole of the human race, so you execute a random to play to such race. When you reappear from the galactic suit, you find yourself parked next to a cutula hoop. You escape in an escape, but with Cortana, who is sexy and blue. You sure wouldn't want to harm her, so you'd better pull through. You kill some baddies and revel in their humiliation, and rescue Kisoo's on the truth and reconciliation. He then orders you to find out what this strange race is for. So you set off with Cortana, fighting baddies once more, to the silent cartographer, which in turn leads you to find the main control room where Cortana downloads her mind. Cortana then finds something out which chills her blood. She sends you out to go find Captain Key She sends you out to go find who to find the covenant released the flood. It's enough to drag a space marine down on his knees. Then 343 3, Guilty Spark does recruit you to get The index which may help to stop the blood from spreading yet Then Cortana reappears and warns against activation Saying it would cause galactical annihilation But you want to set the pillar of all time to explode With some implants that you want from keys for handle loads Guilty Spark then stops the counter but you still have a shout You reactivate it manually and get the hell out you're with the rock on Miranda Keys, yeah. You wouldn't harass her when the government attacked the city of New Mombasa and the prophets of regret. When the battle goes bad, into slips we said you follow in an amber clad. When you arrive, you find yourself inside another halo. But you go to kill the prophet on Miranda Say So. This you do, then you are attacked from space, and you find before you know it, you are in the clutches of the Grave Mind. Meanwhile, in the Covenant ranks, after too many defeats, the Brutes take over, who are not as fun to fight as elites. The Arbiter's a special case among the latter, but with all those Brutes in power, this hardly seems to matter. He is knocked by one Quartata, listen to the Abyss, where he meets the great Man too, but listen to this. The great Man tells him the truth about what Halo can do, and now all those elites are on the same side as you. The Gravemind sends you both out on some pointless jobs While he starts to infect in amber clad The tusks were only decoys, you silly sots. It's enough to drive a space marine completely mad Tartarus activates the Vincos. His beliefs say that that'll bring him happiness. The Arbiter engages him in battle. Tartarus is defeated, so the Arbiter next Removes the Index, but his quest is well and truly hex. The Halo isn't fully stopped between you and me, because it activates a system wide fast. If you see, you must destroy the Ark if you are to make amends. And that is how this chapter disappointingly abruptly ends. I think we'd better stop before we get to Halo 3 In case this song gets much too long again And Simon gets to say it's close to what you'd hope and expect That is, it carries on in the same vein There's Covenant, including Blue on are fun to fight And Flood, just as annoying as can be But looking to the future, Bungie, please get one thing right Make it as fun as being Master Chief to be an ODST.
1: Well done, Stephen.
6: Um,
2: it's truly, truly the Bohemian Rhapsody of, uh, <laughs> of uh, songs telling the story of, of what happens in the in the first two Halo games.
4: Spoilers. And... I guess, I, guess I'll, I won't be playing Halo 2 for next week.
1: That's all right. It, he's pretty much nailed that it there.
4: Good. Uh, I enjoyed the
1: song. Anne, what have you been playing this week?
4: This week I've been playing Super Mario Galaxy in the Sky.
1: Have you? <laughs> yeah. Because I gave you that last week. Yeah. I?
4: Yeah. Uh, I play games. If you give me games.
1: Brilliant. Um, Can someone send us some games yes. for Anne to play? <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. It was really good. It's really fun. Really? It's really fun. Yeah, I had a really good time.
1: Did you enjoy a proper video game? Yeah, I did. Mind well, you, you've enjoyed Lego Star Wars and those yeah, ones yeah. before as well, so...
4: so there's. And a Guinness.
1: Yeah. Did you enjoy a video game that wasn't to do with Jonathan Smith? Yes. Amazing.
4: Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's really good. So, uh, basically, you're Mario and you have to say Princess Peach. Mm. Um. What do you mean, mm? Isn't that what all of them are?
1: Well, give or take a princess, yes. Okay.
4: Um... And uh, she's been blasted off into space. And basically, uh, you go to these little planets, and then you have to do some collect some things and break open some other things, uh, so that so you can. turning
1: get, into a Talia So you can
4: get spun off onto another planet, and then it gets a little bit harder, yeah. and, and you have more obstacles. But you basically have to do the same thing, and then you get spun off onto another planet, and then you have to go and do the same things. You get spun off onto another planet. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What What do you enjoy <clears throat> most about it? going around. <laughs> oh, it's one of those going around games, is yeah, it? Yeah,
4: although you, you don't so much go around as you spin off somewhere. You go right. around for a bit and then you spin off.
1: So you don't really like the goal so much as just going around? Yeah, just going
4: around is fun.
1: And how far through the game are you?
4: Uh, not very far because I keep getting killed.
1: Oh, okay. I keep
4: running into uh, electric things. Oh, those things. Yeah. You sort of like mm. you get
1: electrocuted. Yeah. And, oh. and you can
4: see my skeleton. Really? Yeah.
1: Hot.
6: Mm. <laughs>
4: um, but I did. The one thing I did really find very annoying about it was uh, controlling Mario because it, it's all on, like, um, spheres, which are these planets. When you're, like, you're often upside down and it's hard to figure out which way to go, and they're not very. The Wiimote is not very good at controlling him. Mm. So that's my down point.
1: That was almost a proper review. Mm-hmm. Score? 7 out of 10. Amazing. Dave, have
2: uh, you been playing anything uh, uh, other, other than the Atari? Um, no. Well, like, but. <laughs> you've
1: been playing that very well. I, I so. have been
2: playing that. Um, it was it was a struggle to get it to work. If you've got an original Atari, you, you need a telly that's got an RF input, like, yeah, of because, course, because because these old consoles don't don't have video out. And now you know, mm. like, so you, you can't plug it into a SCART socket or anything like that. But there are there are legal emulations that you can buy as part of the Atari, Atari Anthology. You will probably be able to pick those up very cheaply if you wish to experiment. If like the the synth cart is is quite cheap, but I, it's not really worth splashing out for the MIDI interface because, in my experience, the Atari is too slow to respond okay. to MIDI notes at the time that that, that, you, that you send them. But the games console itself is incredibly fast and like um and like and play, plays plays a lot of games much better than um than, than, the, than the ZX Spectrum did. We'll uh, play Halo Two? And, and possibly not. No. But they, not they, they, they have an adventure game in a in a castle. Well my score I think would have to be somewhere in the region of three point
4: five. Out of five. Oh.
1: Oh. Very good. Oh. See, I was good
2: at fractions.
4: Steve. Hi. What What have you been playing this I've week? I've been
1: playing loads of things this oh, week. Oh, good. Tell I us really one. I have. I've been playing. Um, I've been playing Nobby Nobby Boy still. It's still funny. Uh, I've been playing Flower, still.
4: Oh, Simon, love that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I love it too. 7 out of 10, definitely. Although it is a bit too in love with itself. It knows it's good, and that can be a bit... That makes me feel a bit contrary. But it's still brilliant. And I've been playing Quake Live... Oh good. Ooh, in the browser. Yes, in in the browser. <laughs> in as they say. In and... Firefox I've been playing it. Uh-huh. I tried to play it in Chrome, it didn't like that, so I had to play it in Firefox. It's it's really really good. Um, I, I started, what I like about Quake um, is that there isn't much to it like it, the games like team fortress which i understand to be better um left for dead even a lot of the like scary military shooters on the xbox prevent me from playing with other people because there are lots of um you know, sort rules of that, sort of etiquette and things, and things that yeah that well i'm just more sort of like embarrassed about being a noob and i i mess up and people would shout at me and quake it doesn't matter you're not lingering on relationships. You're not forming squads or going around. You're just shooting everything that moves. And if you finish bottom of the rankings with zero, it doesn't matter because you start a new game and then you shoot. And this time you get one kill and you get really really excited. And now I'm sort of averaging in a you know in a free for all game, coming maybe third or fourth or fifth in a in a pretty low standard game. And that makes me really really happy that I'm actually getting better at the thing. So yeah, really enjoying it. it. It works brilliantly. There are obviously some flaws. Um, in the game-matching, it's a beta service, and I'm sure that that's going to get better. But for someone who doesn't play PC games, I have definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Uh Steve Do I have to give it? I mean, just, it just seems a little Scorsi? bit redundant. Okay, uh, I, would, I would give it, you know, round about uh, 7 out of 10. Good. Oh, we should go to Talia. I was about to go to something else, then.
4: No, you go to Talia, because she's the one that's got the answers. Hey, Talia. Hey, Simon.
6: How you doing?
5: Good.
6: Good. What game have you been playing this week?
5: Um, Brats.
6: OK, what format's Brats on? Wii. OK, tell us about Brats on the Wii.
5: Well, it's really good. <laughs> There's stuff that we could improve. I think we should choose which Brats we want to start with. Second of all, we, sh- we shouldn't have to point to where we want the back to go because it's a bit too hard to even get through the door. I think that on the we control, the side-to-side um, side and up, um, forward and back should, should be our control because it's a bit too hard to point to where we're going. Other than those two um, symptoms, then it's brilliant.
6: OK, uh, what do you have to do in it?
5: Well... There's one brat, and you've got to complete one mission, and then move on to the next with the same brat, and I haven't got so far on it, because it was just getting on my nerves. Really? Yes.
6: Um, so you have to complete a mission, and then move on to a, to another mission? Yeah. Um, is that sort of innovation in game designing, what you're looking for out of your Nintendo Wii titles? Say what? Um, what are the graphics like? Okay, but not not brilliant? Mm,
5: Nah, not brilliant.
6: Uh, What would you find fault with?
5: Do you know, the brats, because they don't look good.
6: What, in real life or in the video game representation?
5: The real
6: life. Okay, so you think that the developers were slightly inhibited by their choice of um, intellectual property?
5: I don't know what you just said, but yeah.
6: Okay. Uh, what about the sound? What does the sound like?
5: That's so a good. That's only because I'm um my t- television.
6: Yeah. And only because of your what?
5: My television. I don't. My television. I don't think I um turned it up the right way.
6: Okay. But despite those um, technical failings, you're prepared to give it a score. Yes, w- I am. What score are you going to give? Brat on the way.
5: One out of ten. Fine. Seven out of ten. It's actually one, trust me.
8: It's time to pack in a job. We're not on the rub. We'll make a few bums. It's Odds on O.D. This season, I'll continue to look at the non-existent link between the rules and ideas of gambling and the rules and ideas of gaming. This week, skin sores Stood there on a cold February afternoon, the wind howling round your face, down to your last tenner, you smile as the 22-1 horse you back romps home and you feel the skin at the corner of your mouth break. It's a pain. But it's a pain you can live with. How is this linked to gaming? In an unbelievable story. Gamers are claiming to have developed painful sores on the palm of their hands and blaming it on game pads. Locked away in their bedroom for hours and hours with the internet and lots of old socks. And they're blaming it on game pads. Whatever next Blaming the hairs on the palms on the PSP. Wednesday. Lingfield. Get on head down. He's a winner. Remember, keep it odds on. Odds on OD. <laughs>
4: to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM or on podcast.
1: Aww. Aww. See, we can even get sad when Simon's not around. Yeah. You'd think this would be a happy occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. I've missed him today. I have. Have you? Mm, yes, yeah,
4: you have. Yeah, yeah. I've missed his chest.
1: But it's been fun, still.
4: It has. It's been a laugh.
1: It has. But it is our penultimate show. Oh.
4: Mm.
1: Penultimate show. For this season
4: obviously we're coming obviously back
1: obviously we'll be back we're gonna have a little break although we are gonna do we are gonna be we're around doing the break do something. but we can't tell you about that right now because we haven't decided <laughs> <laughs> but we will be we will be around Um we are One Life Left we are a radio show about video games if you want to get in touch with us uh, you can email us by
4: uh, team at onelifelife.com Emailing us. Emailing us.
1: <laughs> uh, but but Anne also wants you to. Uh,
4: you can Facebook us on Facebook by typing. No no no. In...
1: What do you want us to do? What what do oh. you want them to do with that email address? E-
4: email us.
1: No, you asked earlier.
4: If oh, yeah, BCC us into any of your private conversations. Uh, the pers- more private, personal the better.
1: <laughs> we don't care. We're we easy, care. are we?
4: Just tell us what's going on.
1: We just want to know. Um, yes, uh, you can also Facebook us. We have a Facebook group us. on there, although it's poorly maintained. Uh, we have a Twitter that we occasionally tweet on. You twit tweet on? I twit. Well, you could as well. Yeah, no, I don't you know, know the, the username. Password. Yes, you do. It's the same as... Oh, okay. Her. Oh, it's that one. <laughs> that one. And uh, we also have, what else do we have? Um, uh, forum. forum there's a forum where people everyone's talking about Street Fighter on there there's a chat room you can interact with us in so many ways but can you interact with us in so many ways no yes you can yes
4: you
2: can
1: Dave, thank you so much for so coming on. Thank the you,
2: I, I I feel humbled. I, I don't have any of those things. <laughs> I, I I have I have the website gamesfringe.com, where I talk about this game developer drinks this Thursday in London. The Very st- nice. The, the Street Fighter the Street Fighter Four ranking battles at the Chocadero and my favorite. This is this is this is my parting thought. If we've got time, you know that pixel hate guy who does the Game Boy music. Yes, he's doing a gig at Bletchley Park where he's producing chip <laughs> tunes on the Colossus. I mean that broke solve the enigma code
1: That's that sounds insane. amazing that I am is in
4: insane. Uh, thank End you to all our much.
1: listeners thank you to all our contributors today we will see you next week with simon and another special guest for the last episode oh it's going to be good of season four bye listening to Resonance
8: 104.4 FM. That was One Life Left. Uh, join them next week for their final show. Coming up next, the clear spot, which is the Jewelwood Prize 2008.